The Productive Woman, Episode 136. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. I'm so glad you've joined me. In this episode, we're going to talk about self-care and specifically about fitting exercise into a busy life. You'll find links to resources I mentioned and more information in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 136. Before we get started, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, FreshBooks, and thank them for the excellent online accounting software that that they have developed and that I've been using myself. They have an all-new platform that makes what they offer even better, and they're offering you, as a Productive Woman listener, a free 30-day all-access trial so you can find out for yourself just how usable and how useful FreshBooks is. Those of you who run a business, small, large, independent, uh, solopreneur, you owe it to yourselves to check it out. You really do. And you can do that by visiting freshbooks.com slash woman. Now the all new FreshBooks is not only really easy to use and y'all, I am not a numbers person. My husband handles our household money, but for me and managing what I'm doing with my business, FreshBooks is so easy to use, but it's also packed full of really powerful features that let you manage your business's income and expenses efficiently and effectively. You can set up and send customized professional looking invoices in seconds. You can set it up to accept online payment from your customers. You can track the delivery and payment of invoices from the really helpful and informative dashboard board that lets you see exactly what's going on with your business and your finances. FreshBooks even gives you the ability to track your time and your expenses right from your smartphone. So if you're out and about, you don't need to lose track of what's going on with your money. It's simply a great tool for managing the finances for your business. And as I said, FreshBooks is offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial to the Productive Woman listeners. That's you. All you have to do to claim it is just go to freshbooks.com slash woman and enter the Productive Woman in their How Did You Hear About Us section. I think you're going to love it. Let me know what you think if you give it a try. It's certainly been a, a godsend for me. And thank you so much to FreshBooks for their support of the Productive Woman. Okay, so let's get into the topic. This whole episode was inspired by a conversation that was happening in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group. Listener Chrissy posted a question in the group asking for some ideas on how to fit exercise into a busy life. And several community members jumped in to share what works for them or, you know, some of their struggles. The conversation was just so good. I decided I wanted to share it with you. And I let everybody know I was going to do that. I'm not going to, you know, betray any confidences here. If you're not already in the community's Facebook group, I encourage you to join us there. There's just some great conversations happening there and things I, I learn every day from the other members of the community there. This is a private community, a closed community, just for the women who listen to The Productive Woman. And all you need to do to join it is go to theproductivewoman.com 
facebook.com slash group and click the join button and I'll check it out and let you in. Okay, so here's Chrissy's question. She says, ladies, moms, full-time employees, wives, how do you find the time to fit in exercise? I can go stretches doing well and then bam, no exercise at all for a while. When I'm working out, it's because I'm putting in a real concerted effort to find the time for it. Some things are sacrificed for it. And sometimes I just can't or don't want to make those sacrifices. Is this normal? Or if you found a way to do it all, please fill me in. I've read a million blogs and heard a thousand podcasts and have convinced myself that it's just not a priority, which may be true, but I can only have so many priorities at once. Okay, so that was the question that started this whole thing. It was a great question. And before we get into some of the input that other members of the community offered, let's think about this for a minute. Why does it matter? Why does it matter whether we fit in exercise? If we're, you know, holding down a job or running a business and we're taking care of our children and maybe um, caring for parents or a sick family member or whatever, we've got a spouse or we don't, you know, we're a single mom, single parent doing it all alone, trying to find time to, you know, do a side business or just get some time to relax whatever it is, all these things, why does it matter whether we add exercise into that? And we've talked about this before, I think in past episodes, but I wanted to just kind of reiterate it. And it was a really timely question for me uh, for a lot of reasons that maybe I'll get into another time. So why does it matter? First of all, there are physical benefits. I'll put links in the show notes to some articles that go into this deeper, but you know, the, the research is out there that the people who exercise regularly, it can lower your blood pressure, improve your cholesterol levels, reduce the risk of type 2 diabetes. Certainly, it can help you manage your weight. Some doctors say it can help prevent some cancers. There was an article on an Australian website that talked about this, and I'll put that link in the show notes. So there are a ton of physical benefits to exercise. We get that whether we just want to live a long, healthy, productive life or, you know, we want to be there to enjoy our children and our families, whatever reasons, that that should be, that's enough right there to want us to take care of our physical bodies because we only get this one, as they say. But in addition to the physical benefits, there are psychological benefits of regular exercise. It improves mood, concentration, and creativity. It can reduce depression and insomnia, all kinds of things like that. The stress relief that comes from working out can, you know, really make a difference in how you feel about your life. There's the confidence that comes from being fit and just, you know, more comfortable in your own skin. And there's the creative thinking that can occur when you're out there working your body, whether it's on a run or a walk or doing yoga or just whatever it is that you do. There's something about kind of working our physical bodies that lets our minds go off and do some creative thinking that it needs to do. There's a great article. Um, I want. I really want to share the things that the other members of the community talked about. So I'm not going to go into a ton of detail here, but I'm going to put a link in the show notes to this really excellent article called Seven Ways Fitness Empowers Women. It's on the Empowered Women website, and uh, that's empoweredwomen.org. But the, the link to the article will be in the show notes. And again, um, if you want to find that, just go to theproductivewoman.com slash 136 and you'll find all these links. 
So that was a great article. There is another one, an article on patch.com about why exercise is so important for women, women specifically. It's important for everybody, but this article was specifically about what are the benefits for women and why is it important? And again, I direct you to read the article to get more of the details, but the seven things that they talked about are weight management, heart health, which is very important for women, stress relief, setting an example for our children, preventing osteoporosis, which can be an issue for women as they get older, mood management, you know, the release of endorphins, which happens when we're exercising, can help us feel better and more energized and give us more energy to do the other things we have, need or want to do. And finally, a longer life. And there's lots of, you know, backup for all of that. But I commend you to reading these articles and encouraging yourself to understand why it is important that we find the time to work our bodies. So, you know, that's kind of why the question is important. Let's look at some of the things. And I'm going to kind of go through this really fast. But again, if you're not in the in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, you're missing out because all of these these next few minutes that I'm going to be talking about all came as a uh, in that conversation in the Facebook group. So the first one to respond was Karen, who agreed with Chrissy about, you know, we can only have so many priorities at once. And Karen went on to say, if everything's a priority, then nothing is. Something has to give. And she encouraged Chrissy, instead of focusing on what you can't do, focus on what you can So maybe, and this is me editorializing, you know, maybe we just can't get out and, you know, go for an hour run in the park because we've got small kids at home or or whatever the reason is. But Karen says, okay, if you can't do, you know, whatever you can't do, can you take the stairs instead of the elevator at work? Can you drink water instead of sodas? And Karen says, if you're like me, you can, you just don't want to. And Karen, again, at the moment, I acknowledge that exercise isn't my number one priority right now. Should it be? Probably. But reprioritizing my life to focus on my husband and family from depression years with a horrible job and resetting other areas of my life that depression affected, such as bills and housework and so on, all those things are much higher on Karen's list. She says, I used to feel guilty about it. Now I realize and accept I can only do so much and I want to enjoy my husband and family instead of stressing about too much weight. Really, really wise thoughts from Karen. Laura said the way she gets makes the time for it, she says, I book it in my calendar. I've found that I am so much less productive if I skip more than two days of exercise. I get anxious and the negative self-talk slips in. I pick one thing, work or life-related, to focus on before my workout, and I let my mind wander. It is the type of work, work on me, and it serves all areas of my life. That's such a great thing. As I was saying um, kind of quickly, that one of the benefits of exercise is when our bodies are working, our minds are free to to kind of noodle on things. And you can get some great ideas if you let yourself do it. Lara does that intentionally. She picks something she's going to focus on and does that while she works out. Uh, Next, Melissa says, I have to do it first thing in the morning before my kids and husband are up. My struggle with this is getting to bed early enough. When my alarm goes off in the morning, I just remind myself that I feel so much better when I get in and work out. 
We both work full time and have a five and six year old. So I completely understand the struggle. I think all of us do. I think that's why uh, this got to be such a great conversation because Chrissy's question was something we were all nodding our heads that, yeah, me too. Um, Kat shared a link to an article called the top six reasons to work out in the morning and suggest that maybe Chrissy could squeeze some of these. It gave just a list of um, a few quick isometric type exercises you can do. Shauna says, I have a former colleague who would go swimming early in the morning when he took his son to hockey practice. Can you do something like that? Also, what do you deprioritize so you could bump up exercise? A third option is to do some form of exercise as a family, hike, bike, swim, and walk. And that's, and we'll talk about that real quick toward the end, but that's one of the things you can do is you can kind of double up. This is the good kind of multitasking. If you can combine exercise with relationship building, you know, go for a bike ride with your spouse or play a game of pickup basketball with your your son or any of those sorts of things. Or do your fitness one, if you take your kids to a sports practice or dance class or something like that, can you find a, a place to work out near that so you get your workout while they're getting theirs? Laura says, I do a couple rounds of sun salutations in the morning while the coffee brews. It helps set the tone for the day and then just try for stairs and walks around my building at lunch. Now that the time changed, we in the United States, well, I think in lots of parts of the world, the time recently changed, so it stays light later at night. So Laura says, now that the time changed, I can go for an evening walk around my neighborhood or do 30-minute yoga with my Gaia app. And so that's a great suggestion. Kat again says, my husband and adult son are very willing to let me walk to the grocery store about a mile and they'll sit with the dog while I shop and bring my groceries home and let me walk home. I guess she walks, they drive and meet her there. Um, she does her shopping, brings it out and gives it to them. And then she and the dog walk back home. Uh, she says, I also have saddlebags for my bike and I bike when I can to the grocery store. Great ideas there. Um, find ways to fit it in. Valerie says, I'm a believer of two things, the 15 minute rule and giving myself permission to stop. Here's what I mean. On YouTube, there's a channel called Pop Sugar. Here they have exercises of many different types, times, and intensities. I have saved around five that are between 10 to 15 minutes. I do two a day. And not always do I feel like it. So what I learned from Shailene Johnson was just start and tell yourself, if I do not feel like continuing after five minutes, then I give myself permission to stop and not feel guilty, but I will just start. And she said she's been doing that a couple times a day, just squeezing in a 10 to 15 minute workout. And um, I think that's a great idea. Shauna weighed in on that one, said she does something similar with three times 10 minute activities. So 10 minutes of yoga every morning, 10 minutes of cardio throughout the day, and then a 10 minute of weight bearing like planks or sit-ups or squats in the evening. You can do it in the living room. You don't have to have equipment. Um, and so, you know, I thought that was great. Okay, Corrine says, build it into a hundred different activities all day long. I park as far away in the parking lot on the other side of the building as I can. Um, so that's one thing she does. When I let the dog out, while he's out, I do 30 crunches. While watching TV with my hubby, I stretch. While I'm waiting for the microwave, do a few push-ups against a wall, take the stairs. 
If you only need to talk to a couple people at work, have a walking meeting or do a few stretches in your desk chair. Um, she says, look it up online. Desk yoga is a thing. Um, so there's some great ideas there. Leanne said a similar kind of thing. Can you combine something else that's higher priority with movement and activity? Leanne says, by the way, I've stopped calling it exercise and just gone to calling it movement or activity. Somehow it helped psychologically. So for example, she says you can go walking with a friend, which counts as friend time and movement. You can help the kids practice their sports, counts as mom time, practice time, and movement. Work in the flower beds with the husband or kids, that sort of thing. Great idea. Again, that kind of good multitasking. Um, Sue says, basically, I prioritize it and have set days for different activities and classes. So no thinking required. Admittedly, it's now easy, much easier now my daughter's at school. So she just schedules it. She's, you know, and I don't, she doesn't go into the details, but if you've, you just have a routine that on Tuesdays you go to yoga class, on Thursdays you go for a run with a friend on, you know, whatever, then you don't have to think about it. You've already planned ahead. So great idea. Um, Lorna kind of sympathized with Chrissy. Lorna says, recently I got four minutes into Tai, tai Chi and had to stop because my 13-month-old had moved the fire guard, crawled into the fireplace, and was eating cinders. Long gone stone cold, I, I hasten to add. Um, yeah, we've, we've all been there, Lorna. I have memories of my toddler eating plant dirt, soil out of the planters while I was doing something else. Sky says... This year, I've been using an app called Streaks. You can add up to six habits you're trying to build and compete against yourself. I have get 10,000 steps, walk the dog, eat three different veggies, and do toning exercises for at least the length of two songs. I don't want to break my streaks. So great idea there. Cat, again, uh, she just talks about walking and going on either on foot or on bike when she can. She doesn't like to take the car. Kat later shared a post in the group with photos that she took while she was taking a long walk with her dog to deliver something to a friend. And she says, I accomplished so much on a walk. I exercised my dog, went a route she likes, but a direction we rarely go. I walked four miles round trip to recycle some bubble wrap that a friend could reuse for their business. I listened to one and a half productive woman podcasts. Yay, Kat. Got vitamin D and some nature and zen. Oh, and enjoyed my photography hobby. And she shared some beautiful photos photos. Jen, uh, again, sympathized with Chrissy. She says, sigh, I needed this today. I scheduled my afternoon workout, got home, changed into gym clothes, and vowed to send just the one email I needed to. Then technology failed me, and that one email turned into an hour and a Fios tech call. Um, so yeah, it's hard. It, that happens. It, you have to be determined, I think. Sarah says, I'm a stay-at-home mom with two toddlers. I've started waking up early to exercise before my boys wake up. I hate when my alarm goes off at 5.30, but I've come to cherish this time when the house is quiet. I lay out my workout clothes the night before and put them on immediately when I get up. I've been using streaming video services like Beachbody On Demand. Um, she says, Fitness Blender on YouTube is a great free option. And I limit my workout time to 30 minutes. She says, yeah, little changes lead to huge results. I agree, Sarah. That's the whole point. Dinah encouraged Chrissy and really all of us to be, um, you know, really honest with ourselves and says, what's your main focus at this time in your life? 
Uh, what is the main thing you spend your time on? She's asking, do your priorities and your actions align? Um, maybe you're struggling to fit in exercise as it actually isn't actually the priority you think you want it to be. There are lots of strategies to make it easier to exercise as previously suggested, but until your desires and actions align, you'll struggle to make it all happen. And she reminds us all to, as, as we often say, to extend grace to ourselves. Christiane said she does a 30-minute, 21-day fix video every weekday at 6 a.m. And she says, when I finish, I get my daughter up and hit the shower and we start the day. If I don't do it then, it never happens. And that's true for a lot of us. If we don't get it done in the morning, it's not going to get any easier. But if you can't do it in the morning, if you're more of a night person, that's okay. There's not a single right way to do this. You just need to find the, make the time that works for you. Layla says, to add to this thread, I recently heard an episode of the Model Health Show on the one-minute workout. The title is gimmicky. It's not really a minute, but the author's point is that you need short, intense periods of exercise. People who do this type of workout benefit more from it than those who do 45 minutes of aerobics exercise. That's high-intensity interval training where you do something really hard for a short interval, then you take a break and you alternate that. And she talked a little bit more about that and, and how effective it was for her. So that was a great suggestion, Layla. Shannon says, I am not a morning person by any stretch, but I find if I can get up early and exercise then, it's better than letting the day get away from me. So we're back on, you know, we're just reiterating that. She said that and signing up for a class that makes me attend it like an appointment work for me. You know, sometimes if you pay for a class, maybe you'll get yourself up and go because you don't want to lose the money. So if, if that's something that works for you. Brandy says, I'm not sure if you have anyone else to watch your kids while you're gone, but I know that some people wear their workout clothes to sleep in so they'll work out soon after they wake up. Or you could at least have them out and prep the night before. I sometimes lay out my clothes on my bed before work so I'll immediately change to work out when I get home. And that's really true. And I would add to that for me, just putting my yoga pants on isn't going to do it. I actually, I got to put my running shoes on because I like to wear my yoga pants. They're comfortable, but um, I got to have my shoes on to work out. And if, if I've, you know, been putzing around the house or, or whatever in my yoga pants and sock feet, uh, it, just this, the uh, friction of having to go put my shoes on may dissuade me when the time comes that I could go. So if I, but if I've already got them on, then there's no reason not to, you know, hit the treadmill or go outside if the weather permits. Irina, Irina says, for me, it's a question of priorities. Until last year, it was one of the priorities on my list, and I hardly ever got to it. This year, I promised myself that I'll exercise at least three times a week, and I do it either first thing in the morning before everyone's awake, which means 5 a.m.-ish most days, or immediately after I drop my kids to school. From April on, my intention is to exercise four or five times a week because I already established a routine and it really changes my day. So I say for me, it boils down to making exercise a top priority. One of the things about Irina's uh, comment you know, that I'd like to point out is you can sort of shoehorn it in. If you've got to create a new habit, you start small. So she started it just three times a week. 
Now it's become a routine for her, and so she's adding another day or two each week. And I, I did the same thing when I restarted working out. I, I, you know, there's a resistance that comes to changing your routine. So my deal, and this kind of combines with something someone else said earlier, uh, my deal with myself was just 10 minutes on the elliptical. That's all I have to do, and then I can quit. That was enough to get me back in the habit of doing it, and then I would gradually add more minutes to it until I was up to 30 or 45 minutes a day. So start small and work your way up. Wendy says, I fight the same battle, Chrissy. First, I have my own treadmill, so I don't have to go anywhere to work out. That's essential for me. I also have to do it first thing in the morning or something will get in my way. I'm tracking my treadmill time in my journal, and that helps a bit. Also, I only let myself listen to podcasts like The Productive Woman while I'm on the treadmill. That's awesome, Wendy. Thanks. That helps me, or it helps because I really, really enjoy them, but it's still a battle. And this is so critical to my well being that it drives me crazy that I can't be consistent. Uh, I do something similar. There are certain, um, when I'm on the elliptical, there are like TV shows, and they're usually mindless ones that I'll watch. You know, I had my elliptical set up in fr- where I can see my computer screen, and I'll watch Netflix. And like last year, I watched the whole uh, the whole series from um, the very first episode of Friends all the way through to the end. And I only watched it when I was on the elliptical. I have a, you know book books that I'll read on the Kindle app on my iPad when I'm on the treadmill, because that I can do that more easily than I can on the elliptical. And I only read it when I'm on the, on the treadmill, so if it's a book that I like, it, it motivates me to get on there and to keep going. Meg, finally, uh, I'm kind of finishing up here. Meg says, I get up early before my family and do a 30-minute workout. I've been doing Beachbody's P90X3, and they have more 30-minute type videos. I also do a habit group, which is four weeks long with Dan and Laura Swedbeck. Um, She says, search the cook and the coach. You set goals for eating and exercise, and they encourage you and offer suggestions. You just have to do a beach body workout and it's free. Check it out. It's changed my life. She's on week 11. So those are, you know, those are some of the great things that, that people shared in this conversation. And like I said, I just thought it was so good and it continues to build. People, you know, pop in with other ideas. It obviously resonated with a lot of us and I thought it was worth sharing. So there are some other places you can get ideas. We've had a ton of them here. All of this, I'll, I'll try to summarize a lot of this or at least hit the highlights in the show notes. In addition, I'll share links to some places where you can get some inspiration and ideas from other people. There is an article on Shape Magazine's website called Workouts of the World's Busiest Women. It was fascinating. A lot of women whose names you would, I don't know that I really think they're the world's busiest, but you know, uh, they're names you would recognize, high-ranking executives and celebrities and different things, and it shares in little brief snippets what their workouts are. So if you're looking for ideas, that's worth checking out. There was an article in Women's Running um, there, that website called the Busy Girls Guide to Working Out that had some really good training tips, and an article for, uh, on the website for Fitness Magazine called the Busy Woman's Guide to a Great Body, and again, some time-saving workout tips there. Links to all of those in the show notes, which again, you're going to find at theproductivewoman.com slash 136. Let me kind of summarize real quick, because I, I want to 
not keep this too long, long enough that maybe if you're working out, it'll keep you going, um, but not so long that you sit and listen and, and not get your workout in. To summarize some of the, the, you know, what folks have said in all of this, the keys to making it happen. First of all, make it easy. So if you work at home, put your workout clothes on first thing, including your shoes. Uh, or if you, you know, work out of the home, as, as uh, I forget who it was, said, you know, have your workout clothes hanging on a hook or laid out on your bed so you change right into them as soon as you get home. But make it easy. If you like yoga, keep your yoga mat rolled up next to your desk or your bed or wherever you'll use it. Keep running shoes or workout gear in your car in case you're out and you have a chance to maybe d- go for a run at lunchtime or something. The point is make it easy Uh, figure out where the friction points are and prepare for those. Make it easy. Number two, plan for it. Look at your calendar, decide where there's some space that you could put in a workout, even if it's just 10 or 15 minutes and put it in there as an appointment with yourself. Even if it's only two or three days a week, anything is better than nothing. And that's number three here. Little bit is better than nothing. Maybe you don't have an hour for a run, but Maybe you could take a 15-minute walk on your lunch hour and just walk a little farther to go get your lunch. 10 minutes with free weights or body weight exercises like planks or sit-ups or things. Uh, Even 10 minutes of that is better than spending that 10 minutes on social media. I mentioned earlier high-intensity interval training, short sprints of all-out exercise followed by short breaks. 20 minutes of high-intensity interval training can be very, very effective. And there's an example, and I'll put it in the show notes, uh, but it's a a fitness website called Fitness is Delicious had an article called Five Fitness Tips for Busy Women, and it had an interval workout and basically what you do is you do each exercise as many as you, times as you can in 30 seconds. Then you rest for 15 seconds between each exercise. After you've done the whole cycle, you rest for two minutes and then repeat it if you can. And the exercises are a squat to an overhead press. So do as many as you can in 30 seconds, then rest for 15 seconds, then 30 seconds of push-ups, then rest, then 30 seconds of pull-ups and rest, then uh, 30 seconds of lunges with curls, uh, and then rest, then a 30-second plank, and rest, and then 30 seconds of burpees, and then rest two minutes and start all over again. None of those require any special gear or any special apparel or anything, but that's a quick workout that if you really push yourself can make a big difference. And finally, squeeze it in and multitask. Schedule those walking meetings at the office instead of sitting around a conference table. Schedule a run with your friend instead of brunch. Play a quick game of basketball or tag with your kids. Uh, Go for a bike ride with your spouse. Always take the stairs if you can. Park at the far end of the parking lot when when you shop. Unless it's raining, then, you know, get as close as you can. So the idea is to mix, you know, Fit it in where you can and do that kind of multitasking. Like everything else that's important to us, we can find ways to take care of ourselves in this way, our physical and our emotional well-being, if it's important enough to us and if we're willing to be creative. So those are some thoughts from the Productive Woman community and me. What do you think? Is exercise a priority for you? How do you fit it into your life? I would love to hear from you. 
Um, there are a number of ways you can do that. You can share your suggestions, your thoughts, your questions in the comments section of the show notes at theproductivewoman.com slash 136, or post a comment or question in the uh, community Facebook group. If you want to share uh, your thoughts with me privately, you can email those questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com, and I would love to hear from you. Quick reminder, uh, two, two things. First of all, you might remember Kara Benz. She's also known as Boho Berry. She was our guest on uh, earlier this year on episode 124. Well, those who are into bullet journaling and who know know Kara's stuff, she has this beautiful handwriting. And, and in response to lots of people's requests, including mine, she has launched a handwriting course uh, to help us improve and make our handwriting more beautiful and, and more fluid. And it, as I'm recording this in um, the first part of April, it has just launched. It's, it's just opening up for enrollment. And she says, uh, I asked her about it and, and told her I wanted to share it with you. She says, I'll be keeping enrollment open from April 12th to May 2nd. So enrollment will close by May 2nd. That's not a long time after this episode is going to be published. So um, be sure to check into that. Um, check her blog for the announcement and details. I'll put a link in the show notes. She's at carabens.com. No, bohoberry.com, excuse me. She's got a blog post and she's got a thing on her on her YouTube channel that just went up today. And definitely check that out. That'll be a lot of fun. And the other thing, um, remember as, as this episode is being published, I'm forming the groups of the Productive Woman Mastermind. And I would love to have you be in a mastermind. The groups are going to start meeting in early May. So it's, if you're hearing this as it as this episode is first coming out, it's not too late. I do have spaces available. So what's that project you've wanted to work on but don't? Or that goal you want to accomplish but can't seem to make progress on? Or that dream that keeps getting shoved to the bottom of the list while you take care of everybody else? The Productive Woman Mastermind is your gift to yourself. It's just one hour a week for 12 weeks spent with like-minded women who will encourage you, inspire you, and hold you accountable and will appreciate it when you do the same for them. And if, if this sounds appealing to you, I encourage you to invest in yourself for 12 weeks and see how much it will change your life. It's been such a privilege to watch the changes happen in the lives of the women who've been in the Productive Woman Mastermind groups in the past. So I'd love to have you be one of them. Visit the Work With Me page on the website, which you'll find at theproductivewoman.com slash mastermind. That's where you'll find more information. You'll find a little audio clip so you can hear women tell you what the experience has been like for them. And you'll also find a link to the short application um, if you have questions, you can email me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. Uh, groups are starting to meet the first beginning of May, but the spaces are limited, so don't wait to apply. And that's it. Don't forget to check out our sponsor, FreshBooks, and take advantage of their special offer of a free 30-day unrestricted trial of their amazing cloud accounting service. Visit freshbooks.com woman and enter the productive woman in their how did you hear about us section and thank you so much to fresh books for supporting the productive woman 
And that, my friends, is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. I'm so glad you spent this time with me. I hope you found something in it that's helpful to you. I I can't wait to hear from you and, and your thoughts on the episode or any questions that you have. I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. The Productive Woman is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to help you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.